Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time for Tim. The Tim Weisberg Show on 1420 WBSM and streaming live on WBSM.com and the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message through the WBSM app. And now, WBSM's big gun, Tim Weisberg. And welcome back in. Third and final hour here on Friday. And if you want to call in, 508-996-0500. You can hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app. If you want to text us, you can use the open line feature. If you want to send us a voicemail that we can play on the show, Many different ways to get involved in the discussion and many different discussions going on all at once here. So as part of that discussion we had in the last hour with New Bedford City Council President Linda Morad and War 2 Councilor Maria Giesta, they both expressed their pleasure in the fact that uh, Andrew O'Leary has been named the interim superintendent of New Bedford Public Schools upon Thomas Anderson's departure. And they both advocated just now on the air for him to be the person to get the job permanently and it seems that there are folks in the school on the school committee that would also like that so i would actually i'm going to just say and i know that there's concerns about how things are handled and certainly you know when you're going to be negotiating with somebody you don't want to put all your cards on the table but any school committee member that wants to Reach out and contact me, whether by calling in or by app chat, if you want to let me know what you think, if there's a need for a search at all. Because the mayor said that he anticipated that there would be a search, um, that, that that they would have a, a search committee that would form and that they would probably, you know, if they went the same way they went last time, they hired a firm to assist in the search, the firm of Hazard, Young, Atea and Associates. And they were paid twenty-seven thousand seven hundred dollars in twenty eighteen to assist in the search that brought Thomas Anderson. The search that they did five years prior to that, that brought in Dr. Pia Durkin, cost twenty-three thousand dollars. So and I have some, some comments here in the story from 2018 that school committee member Chris Cotter told at that time, told WBSM's Brian Thomas, that he sent a letter to the school department officials earlier in January requesting information on the cost of the search firm, which he deemed to be a waste of money, that he contends the school committee and the screening committee that has been put together for the superintendent search could do the work required to find viable candidates. But Mayor Mitchell argued back then that the the search firm helps tap into, quote, as broad a network as possible. Now, I don't know 
if you feel like you've got the right guy, do you need to have as broad of a network as possible? So twenty three thousand dollars in twenty thirteen and twenty seven twenty eight thousand dollars in in, in twenty eight in twenty eighteen. So what are we looking at now? Thirty thirty five thousand dollars that will be spent to probably ultimately decide that the guy that you want to hire is already right here already doing the interim job. And I don't think that this is a case where you need to have an appearance of looking like you tried to search high and low for the next candidate. I think you've got a candidate for the job already that has overwhelming support. So I think you can skip the the process that is just going to ultimately lead you to the decision that you already know that you're going to make and just get right to it. That's That's what I would say. And so I'm interested to see how some of the other school committee members feel about this. And I'm sure we'll be talking about it as we get into the summer months. And uh, and as, as Council President Morad said, they'll they'll decide in the summer whether or not to, to hire a search committee, a search firm, a firm to assist with the search. So this, this conversation will certainly heat up. But any school committee member that wants to let their opinion be known on that, feel free to, to call in. You can text me if you don't have the VIP line and I'll give it to you. Or you can send me an app chat message or an email, tim at wbsm.com, because I think it's important to know how the committee feels about it and and whether or not there is a need. And will that, will this be a battle? Because the, the mayor in 2018 was adamant that there needed to be a search that there needed to be a firm assisting with the search. I'm sure he would feel the same way this time around, even if even if he does want Andrew O'Leary to get the job. He might still want to do that for due diligence. But do you want to spend $30,000 for due diligence if you know you're going to end up wanting to hire the guy that's already here? So something we can get your thoughts on at 508-996-0500. Also, we were talking in the last hour about senior skip day and about whether or not this is something that should be punishable or whether or not it's something that is perfectly harmless. And I talked about how the the Wareham High School principal had sent out a a notification or had, had told students that if they participated in senior skip day, they wouldn't be allowed to walk at graduation. And I, as I called it then, and I still feel that way now, it's kind of an empty threat because I'm I'm pretty sure that they're still going to walk anyway. But we got a we got a app chat message from B Flat in Fall River who says Rhode Island administrator here, uh, and he points out Rhode Island or she. I don't know if it's a. All right, it's, it looks like it's a he, but so. Um, Points out Rhode Island has school vacation, so you know not not listening while while working at school. I think you and your callers are missing a key perspective. Last spring, our high school received more than one phone call from irate parents threatening litigation if, on a senior skip day, students consumed alcohol, got into trouble, and that the high school quote knowingly looked the other way as far as reprimand. I suspect the Wareham principal is simply throwing this threat out there in anticipated defense. And that's, you know, kind of a similar point to what was brought up uh, in my Facebook comments 
by who somebody, somebody who, by the way, full disclosure, the person who commented on my Facebook page, uh, who says that she's a school teacher and a dean, and that you know what's echoed the same contents. It is my dad's cousin, so I I just wanted to you know, be in full disclosure. Uh, but she, you know, we're Facebook friends, and she chimed in on it. So, but this this brings up that point that I was trying to make there, where there is a sense of uh, there is a sense of trepidation about what could happen. There is a sense of trepidation that something could go wrong and the school would be held liable for it. So I understand why they're trying to do all they can to prevent it. But it also seems like there's going to be, you know, not much that they can do about it. 508-996-0500 if you want to chime in on that. I think a lot of you out there probably took part in a senior skip day. I think a lot of you probably have children who took part in a senior skip day. And for the most part, it is harmless. But what if something did go wrong? L- listen, I'm not trying to blow up anybody's spot here. The statute of limitations has run out. My senior skip day, the seniors all got together in the woods and partied. They were drinking. So what if something had happened? What if something had gone wrong? So there is that aspect of it. So I think really the onus of this kind of falls on the seniors. To, if you want to have the senior skip day, have some responsibility in what you're going to do. Don't spend your senior skip day drinking out in the woods. Try to try to do something that will limit the trepidation that the school will have about you having a skip day. You know, even going to the beach would be a iffy thing unless, you know, there's lifeguards on duty or something because what if somebody drowns? What if somebody is stung by a jellyfish? You know, what if something happens? Even going to Six Flags, what if there's a car accident on the way there? At what point does the school not be responsible for what the students are doing if they're supposed to have been in school? I mean, if you asked me, I would say they're not at all responsible. The kids didn't go to school. But apparently that's not how some people feel. Apparently some people feel that the school should be responsible for them even though they're not there. So all of the comments that we saw, that I saw on Facebook, supporting this idea and saying, oh, let them skip, let kids be kids, let them have a senior skip day, they deserve it. Here we have an administrator who's saying, no, I I took phone calls from people who were upset that their kid was skipped and that the school turned a blind eye to it. I mean, I would want to do something memorable if I was going to do a senior, like I would want to plan something. That's just me. And again, I didn't take part in my senior skip day because I had to take an AP test. 
if I didn't have to take an AP test, I, I would have taken part in it. I don't know that I would have been in the woods. Well, I would have been in the woods with everybody for sure. I don't think I would have been drinking. Just not something that I've or that I've done. Certainly not something that I did. Uh, when when did I first? So the first time that I ever drank, aside from like you know my grandfather giving me a sip of his beer or something, the the first time I ever drank and got drunk was at a concert but it was not it's not a cool story at all it was not a it was not like the kind of concert you expect to get drunk at i got drunk in the parking lot of great woods after an rem concert drinking goldschlager so it is not it is not a a story that i'm proud of and i was uh i just finished my junior year of high school And then I never really drank again, like with friends or anything, until my senior year of high school, I went to a New Year's Eve party in Boston. And I didn't get drunk, but I had I had some drinks. And my I talked to my mom and dad about it. My mom was fine with it as long as I wasn't driving and as long as I was staying the night there, which I was. So, you know, it was fine. But then that was it. Like, I never really drank in high school so I I probably wouldn't have taken part in it for senior skip day just because it wasn't something that interested me interested me at all but if kids are a little bit smarter about it and they and you know because I would want to do something that I would remember I would want to do something like going to Six Flags I'd want to do something like going into Canopy Lake Park even going to Boston for the day I mean, I, I, I guess you also got to be careful. <laughs> maybe maybe you have to go into the woods because if a bunch of kids show up unchaperoned at uh, Six Flags on a school day, they might be like, hey, I don't think these kids are supposed to be here. Call the cops. But it's it's an interesting discussion. That's why I wrote the article and I shared that information with you because I think there's going to be comments on both sides of it. I think in a lot of people's eyes it is an innocent thing to do, but in other people's eyes, it's a potential for something bad to happen. And so that, that's why I just like talking things like this out. 508-996-0500 or hit us up app chat or open line on the WBSM app. I'm going to take a break though. We'll be back in just a few moments. Welcome back in, 508-996-0500. Love Joe Walsh. Let's go right back to the phones. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Oh, sorry. No, there you are. I graduated from the class of 1970. Mm-hmm. And when we had an awards program at the end of the year, one girl was pointed out and she got an award. She never missed one day of school since kindergarten. 
she made it all the way to the 12th grade. No we, absences. We had some. We had a few kids that did that too. There are kids who uh, shouldn't be lumped into everyone drinks, everyone takes drugs, everyone has a tattoo. I'm tired of saying all Democrats are bad. It's like you got to look because everyone follows like sheep. They follow, but there are some that are strong enough in their convictions. They don't do that stuff. Oh, ab- absolutely. I'm just saying that when the when the kids are organizing the senior skip day, you know, the kids who decide, well, this is what we're going to do. You know, not every kid's going to take part in that, but but still, there are kids that decide, hey, we should go out into the woods and drink. And it's a goodly amount. They probably split up into different groups when they skip. They do a skip day. I never heard of it when I was young, but I was wondering what did, if they don't have a policy for skipping school for the rest of the year. Then, then the, the the high schools or the schools don't have any power. But when when I worked in the school department, I would call up kids that didn't go to school that day, and some of the parents said I left them right out in front of the school. They never made it into the school. Hmm. So they would probably not be responsible if something happens to a child if they called the parents and said your child didn't come to school today. Yep. A lot of pa- parents don't know what's really going on. No, and I, and I think that there's probably, like that administrator uh, sent in the app chat message, that's probably what's going on is that the parents don't know that the kids are taking part in this, and then they're calling the school saying, you know, what the heck? Yes, and as far as uh, O'Leary, if he wants the job, there is no one better. I know that person personally, and I know them from observing them in school. I, I've been a teacher for a long, long time, and I I never saw anyone so hardworking, serious about the job. This is not a foolish guy. Right. And anyone from far away, when they come here and they see what's really going on in New Bedford, they're gone. They're, they're looking for an exit. He knows what's going on, and he want, if he wants a job, power to him. Good luck. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you for the call. Have a good day. Uh, 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in, uh, we got, uh, we'll, we'll just say N.A. in New Bedford because it just says N.A. for the name. But N.A. in New Bedford sent a photo and said, this is what happens when you hire from within. And I and when you click on the photo, you see the dedication, the plaque uh, at the Keith Middle School gym for Constantine Anopoulos, the former superintendent. And... It says, named in honor of a dedicated educator and leader who served New Bedford Public Schools for 38 years. And so let me just give you his track record as an example. A teacher from 1958 to 1964. An assistant principal from 1964 to 1969. A principal from 1969 to 1974. An assistant superintendent from 1974 to 1977. A deputy superintendent from 1977 to 1981, a superintendent from 1981 to 1996. So there you have a a life of dedication and service to New Bedford Public Schools, 38 years. And you're right. This is what happens when you promote from within. You have somebody taking over as superintendent in 1981, who at that point already had over 20 years experience in the school system as a teacher and an administrator. And that's what you have with Andrew O'Leary, who I believe has been in the system for 17 years, if I remember correctly. I could look it up. Um, but just off the top of my head, I think it's been 17 years. 
And so you've got somebody who has started off as a teacher, has worked their way through the system. You have a person who could be the next Constantinopolis. So why wouldn't you want to have that opportunity to promote from within? As we said before, you know, with the at the time of the need for the turnaround for the schools, you needed to have that outside person. There was there, there, there might not have been confidence in somebody coming from within considering where the schools were at that time on the verge of the state taking them over. So there might not have been confidence in somebody from in from the inside being able to do that job. At that point in time, it could have been, you know, somebody who was still learning and 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 preparing for that role but wasn't ready to step into it yet. So, and of course, everything that happened with Dr. Bonner was all that and so you get all that fresh in people's minds. They bring in Dr. Durkin, she starts the turnaround program. Thomas Anderson comes in. He continues to guide that through they get to where they want schools to be or you know at least on the upward trend and getting closer to exactly where they want them to be and so now the time has come that you you can take somebody from internal and and not say well you're taking somebody out of a broken system and promoting them no you've got somebody now who has been part of that turnaround who has been there doing the job so I think that that's why you're going to see a lot of support for Andrew O'Leary. And, you know, he could be somebody who has a, a, a plaque dedicated to him someday in a gym or an auditorium or in a building somewhere. Certainly, you know, put, put his name on the central kitchen. He helped make that happen financially. You know, working all the numbers out for that. Working out the numbers to be able to build new schools. I mean, this is somebody who understands what... New Bedford needs to do for the future of its schools. And so that's why I think it's a it's an easy choice for a lot of people to say, yes, give this guy the chance. 508-996-0500 if, uh, if you want to call in and chime in on that because I think there will be a lot more discussion about that as we go along. Right now it's so early in the process. You know, Superintendent Thomas Anderson is still here. He's, he's not leaving until June 30th. So you have, you know, uh, the, the the time period here for the transition into the interim superintendent. Then you can see a little bit of time of him as the assistant, super, uh, as the interim superintendent, rather, seeing how he performs in that job. And maybe that makes the decision easy to decide, do we want a search committee? Look at how much he's taken to the job already. Let's just offer him a contract. And I think if you can save the people of the city and save the school department $30,000 in a search committee, do it. Because it's just going to lead you back, I think, to this to this person. It's going to lead you back to Andrew O'Leary. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Yeah, hi. Good morning, Kim. This is Mike. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Then the... Um um, what about if the schools issued excused absences to the students if they brought in, you know, a signed um, note from the parents? Right. So if if they, would they if they use the skip day, if they got permission from the parents to essentially have a skip day. Correct. Correct. Would would that alleviate the school from any any liability? I would think so. I would think so too. But I think part of that is that the students don't want to ask for it because then is it really is it really a skip day if you're if you're granted permission to just take the day off <laughs> a 
bad a bad day off is better than a good day at school. Right, right. <laughs> just take it, take the day however you can get it. But I, I, exactly. I, 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 I get your point. I think that that would be the easiest way. And there's a number of parents that I've seen commenting on this that have said, "I would gladly give my child a note to miss school that day. I will, I will give them an absence note because I want them to be able to participate in this day." So maybe it's better that the kids do that. But I also think, you know, maybe they're just thinking to themselves, "Well, oh, it doesn't have the same feel if it's if it's okay. It's supposed to feel yeah. like we're doing something wrong." You know, if it, if, if it didn't involve alcohol, I, I'm, I'm quite certain how I graduated in you know, back in the early 70s. And I think some, some kid, wasn't from my school, but I do think some kid got killed on uh, on a skip day, you know, from oh, alcohol, no. got into an accident or something like that. So, yeah. And anyway, that's my two cents. Well, thank you very much. You have a good day. Thanks, Sam. You bet. Bye-bye. And I don't want people to think that I'm trying to indicate that anybody who has a, a, a senior skip day is going to be out drinking in the woods. I don't think that that's the case uniformly at all. That was just the case my year in 1996. That's what kids were doing. And so I, I think that there's, you know, there's probably a variety of different things that take place. Some of it could be as simple as they all get together at somebody's house and swim in the pool. Some of it could be they organize a trip somewhere. So I'm not trying to throw it all into one category and saying like kids that have a senior skip day are out drinking like no that's 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 not the case at all but that is the concern for the administrators is that what they're going to be doing 508-996-0500 you are next on wbsm yeah good morning how you doing tim good how are you well last time i talked to you uh the phone dropped off so i didn't hang up on you uh the conversation we had last okay yeah it happens i had some reason the phone dropped off i don't know uh, but I didn't know you were quite the party guy out in the woods. <laughs> I was not. I was the, the least likely person to be out there. All right. Uh, but on a serious note, uh, I'm for O'Leary, uh, being the next superintendent. Uh, we had Thomas Anderson, was the mayor's, mayor's guy, uh, ends up, uh, jumping ship, and Pia Durkin, that was also the mayor's guy. And prior to that, I can't remember her name, but there was another superintendent that was from outside. It was Dr. Bonner or, before that, right? Dr. Bonner, yeah. She she left. She said she was being discriminated against. If my memory serves me right, they wouldn't implement her. Uh, they wouldn't implement her ideas, and then the city was on the hook to pay for the rest of the, her contract. And, and I, she also jumped ship. She wrote a book about it, I guess. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. That's what I was told. Yeah. That's what I was told. Yeah, yeah and that was also made a. Was that Mayor Mitchell's uh, candidate, too? Uh, no, I think that was before him. That was before him. All right. So, yeah, let's go with a guy that's uh, proven here in the city and, uh, you know, turn this our, our uh, public school system around. Yeah, enough of this nonsense. 30000 27000 like you said, 35000 to get, what, uh, a firm to come in? That's the city council's job, the school committee, and the mayor's job. To choose the person. If they don't want to do it, hey, we need so then it's time for them to move on well, and we I, need other people. I think they want to because I've heard from so um, uh, school committee member Bruce Oliveira commented to New Bedford Light that he wants the city council to be involved in the process because it's part of their job. That's what that's what they're elected to do. And uh, another city council, I don't know if it was on the record, so I won't say say a name, but another city council, uh, city council, another school committee member told me that you know, that there's no need for a, a, a search either. So I think that you probably have, and, and I want to be fair, I don't know necessarily that you can say that these other superintendents were the mayor's candidate if they're the one who the search committee 
is putting out there. So the search committee is going to give them a couple of names. They're going to interview these finalists, and then they're going to the school committee is going to decide who to who to have uh, finally. So these, this was voted on by the school committee. It wasn't like well, you the know, mayor just the picked com- it. Yeah, well, the mayor has to give his approval because he's the, the the head of the school committee. Right, so but the school committee his, the school committee has to blessing. vote for them. Well, that could be the case, but he in which uh, they did. Defeat. If he's not on board, then he, if he said no, then that wouldn't be the candidate coming here. You know, it has to go through the mayor, too. That's what I'm saying. He gives the final approval. Well, I think it, he's one, be, I think he's one vote on the school committee. Well, I, well, he's one vote, but I'm, my, my point is let's get O'Leary in here and let him do the job. You know, we've already gone through three people from the outside. One, one, uh, you said wrote a book about the city, probably in a bad light. Uh, bad experience here. I don't. I, I don't know the details of the book. I just. Somebody, never somebody, the, I wasn't even aware about the book. Somebody made a truth. comment to me about it. Or maybe maybe it's worth looking into. Uh, as far as one other thing that wasn't mentioned uh, by the mayor or the school. Uh, I'm sorry. The city council is the Rough Riders that were in their, in their scooters and RVs and motorcycles going up and down, driving recklessly on city streets. Uh, what's What's the position on the uh, by the mayor and the city? Have they have implemented a plan? Will they crack down and find out where they're garaging uh, these uh, vehicles? From my understanding, the same uh, operation that uh, that Chief Oliveira had in place last year will be put into place this year again. Well, I see him already on city streets, on the boulevard, on the avenue, on Nash Road, and other streets. They're already starting. So uh, obviously, his plan's not working. We need to crack down on that because this is not the Wild West. Innocent people are going to get hurt. Well, I'm 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 willing to say, well, it's only the, kind of the first week or so that they've been bringing them out. So, you're you're you, you know, I if it's still a problem in June and July, then you can say, yeah, I don't think that the operation that they they put together is working. But I think for now it's still early. You got to give them time to find out where they're coming from. Maybe you can uh, get the police chief on your on your program and you know talk about the city and the crime and. What he's doing and uh, what progress we're doing, especially I call them rough riders. You know, like the Wild West, they mm-hmm. go up and create havoc. No, well, get him on your program if yep. you could. The chief has an open answer. open invite to come on any time, and he's he's just he's a little bit reluctant to come on the radio and 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 spend time talking about things when he's you know he feels he can be out there actually doing things. So I'll I'll reach uh, out well, to him and I'll I'll see if he wants to give us some time to talk about it. All right, just take it easy on the Golden Schlag, all right? <laughs> I haven't had take it, it I haven't had it since, so. <laughs> all right, stick to stick to the Sprite. Yeah. <laughs> take take it, Tim. Thanks. Have a good one. And uh it's it's funny because uh, I got an app chat message that didn't make sense and it just said, "I like gold." <laughs> Like now, or, now or it makes sense because I'd mentioned the gold schlager. Yeah, I did not do well after having that. I went home. My dad had stayed up for me, waiting for me. I got home at like, I don't know, like 1 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning. And I walked in the front door. I got, you know, got dropped off. We had a friend that didn't didn't drink that drove. And I walked in the front door and I was obviously inebriated. And my dad's like, how you doing? It's like, I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. He goes, all right. And I was like, I'm actually going to go walk up to Cumberland Farms and get 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 some snacks. And he goes, nope, no, you're not. You're not going anywhere. I was like, no, I'm hungry. I want to go up and get like some snacks or something. He's like, nope, nope, go to bed. You're not going anywhere. So he made me go up to my room and I went into the bathroom and uh, I vomited. I vomited Goldschlager and uh, I, I felt like I felt like I'd struck it rich. 
<laughs> you look down into the into the basin there, and uh, all you see is all these flecks of gold, and you're like, oh, oh. I'm loaded now. Uh, I was certainly loaded. 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Hey, Tim. It's uh, Chris Carter from the New Bedford School Committee. Hey, How Chris. Are you? How are you doing? Good, good. Uh, listen, I just wanted to chime in a little bit. Um, so a couple of your callers have suggested the support for Andrew O'Leary. So I just wanted to emphasize a couple of things on, on my point of view. Um, as you mentioned earlier, um, I was against a search or hiring a search committee uh, back in 2018. Um, but, of course, the the chair um, made that decision, and, of course, that's how we went. Um, when it comes to this particular appointment, my feeling is that, um, as of right now, we have a, a competent superintendent who is or who has been appointed as an interim for a full-year period, um, the mayor has mentioned that he would like a search committee to begin in the fall. Um, I, for one, am not in favor of that. I believe that Mr. O'Leary should be given an opportunity to show his worth um, to the district and to the city to show that he is more than capable to handle the job. Um, and again, I mean, I'm, I'm one who is not in favor of spending frivolous money you know, some people refer to thirty thousand as a minuscule money, minuscule amount of money when it comes to a multi-million dollar budget. But every dollar counts, in my view. Right. And then, just to clarify, when you say he should be given a chance, do you mean give them the year as the interim and then visit the idea of making him permanent, or, or are you advocating for him to be the permanent superintendent? Well, again, I think as an interim, um, in my opinion, um, I do believe that. Um, Mr. O'Leary is certainly capable to uh, take the position um, full-time. Um, obviously, the choice as an interim uh, was something that we as a committee agreed to on the appointment itself. Um, but I do strongly believe that Mr. O'Leary is more than capable. And um, unless I see something that I'm missing, um, I do believe that uh, he is going to be our or my choice for the next superintendent. Well, you know, it's funny. We're all, we're all, uh, we're all crowning him here, the next superintendent. Has he expressed an interest that you're aware of, of, of having the job on a permanent basis? Well, honestly, I, I if, if an individual, and, and again, I'm not going to speak for him. Um, I do believe that if an individual is willing to accept the position on an interim basis, then I do believe that um, that is going to be a goal for an individual who sure. has, gotten the credentials to become superintendent of a district and with mr o'leary being an individual who has moved up through the ranks from educator um up through the central office um i do believe that one he's afforded he he's been and should be afforded the opportunity to become superintendent um if that is something that he would like all right well i thank you for calling in and for giving us some insight and um yeah, so, and again, just uh, real quick on what we had mentioned as far as the um, the search as well, is mm -hmm. that, you know, we also feel that um, the appointment is something that if a search is, in fact, needed, that we as a school committee should be the ones to be going through the applications and the process and not hiring an outside source as well. 
Well, that that certainly seems like it's it's part of the job, right? It's part of the the uh, the charge that's given to school committee members. Well, that's how I feel about it because we are in fact the appointing figure for superintendent of schools. Um, so we should be the ones who are reviewing every applicant and not relying on an outside source to tell me who the final three should be for an interview process. All right. Fair points. I thank you very much for the time. I appreciate it. Thanks. Have a good weekend. And uh, I do have to take a break. I'm up against it, uh, but we can take some more calls if we can squeeze them in in the time that we have left. 508-996-0500. We'll be right back. And you know, why not get yourself a great deal at SeizeTheDeal.com? Right now, we have a number of great deals up there for you. All you have to do is go to SeizeTheDeal.com and you can get things, oh, such as $50 to Lobster Pot for just 25 bucks, $50 to Mr. Chicken for just $25, $50 to Bridgeview grill for just $25. Those are just some of the deals that are available right now. Oh, how about $50 to Seekonk Grand Prix for just $25? But also, coming soon, we have $50 to Yas Chicken for just $25. $25 to one of my favorite places, Just Another Phoenix in Dartmouth for just $12.50. And $50 to The Dale at Allendale for just $25. Check it all out at SeizeTheDeal.com. Um. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.